Good afternoon, everyone. It is Tuesday, the last day of June. It's a nice, beautiful day. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Son of God. Okay. So it's been a long and fruitful day, and. Uh, I'm going to share some verses with you. There are 48 references in scripture to the phrases, Son of God. The only Hebrew reference is in Daniel 3.24, which is the story of the three Hebrew children in the fiery furnace. Nebuchadnezzar looked in the furnace after the three boys were thrown in the furnace, and he was astonished, for he saw four men loose and walking in the midst of the fire. And the fourth was like a son of God. A son. The remaining references are all in the New Outlook books, which is the New Testament. And they are the New Testament 5207, which is heals, which means a son. Matthew 829, they added the name Jesus. The statement was a son of God. Jesus was in the story, but the point I want to make is that Jesus was not the only Son of God, as the translators tried to make us think. The remaining 47 verses using Son of God should have used a Son of God. Matthew 26, 63, the Jews demanded Jesus to tell them if he was Son of God. Matthew 27, 27. If you be a son of God, come down from the cross. Matthew twenty-seven forty-three. He trusts in God. Let God deliver him now, if he will have him. For he said, I am a son of God. Matthew twenty-seven fifty-four states, and Mark fifteen thirty-eight states, The centurion said, Truly, this was a son of God. Repeatedly, the translators added the word the, T-H-E, the, to the front of Son of God because their controllers did not want us, all of us, all people, to know that we are Son of God too. You are Son of God. You are Daughter of God. You can be male or female. You're still a Son of God. There's no gender difference. Okay? You're a son of God. Mark 1, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, a son of God. Mark 3.11, thou art a son of God. And then all the way to Revelations 2.18, and there are more. The last verse I want to show you is Acts 8, verse 37, where Philip is sharing with the eunuch. The eunuch was sent in his chariot and reading from Isaiah, the prophet. The voice of the Spirit spoke in Philip's thoughts to go near and get close to the chariot. Philip obeyed the instructions and ran to him and heard him read. He said to the eunuch, Do you understand what you are reading? The eunuch responded, How can I, except some man should guide me? He asked Philip to get in the chariot and sit with him. Philip explained the scriptures he was reading and told him about Jesus' teaching. 
The eunuch embraced what he was taught, and as they rode for a while, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? Philip did not say anything that was written in verse 37. It was all added by the translators. Every word has a numerical number, which is 999 in the uh, Strong's Concordance. It has a number 999. The new concordance will not have it. The concordance that I'm using is old. So that number 9999, which is four nines, 9999, which means it was added by the translators. Well, what really happened is, is discovered in verse 38. Philip did not tell him he had to believe and confess Jesus as son of God. They jumped out of the chariot and the eunuch immersed himself in the water without ever saying a sinner's prayer. How many of you have said a sinner's prayer? Oh, how we have been vexed by the concealed and hidden word of God by religiosity. Religion is controlled by some higher religious hierarchy. It is called the Vatican. The Vatican wants to keep you hidden as a son of God. The Vatican wants to keep you hidden of who you truly are. Unbelief is one of the main Topics that I will be talking about for a while. Same as mistaken identity, the false image, and everything else. The book of Revelation speaks about you, speaks about us, speaks about every son of God. We are a son of God. And, uh, if you cannot see that in you, then you need to listen to your innermost spirit, which is Holy Spirit in you, which is the Spirit of God. Healthy spiritual living is to honor and respect one another despite our differences in belief. I respect every pastor, every teacher, every prophet, every apostle every evangelist that teach different from what I teach. They are still drinking milk. I'm enjoying my juicy steak. Sorry. I have teeth to chew on the cut. They might not be ready for it yet. You might not be ready for it yet. I do not know of two people who believe alike in every aspect of truth. I have heard people say concerning someone they disagree with, oh, they are just off the rocker, or they are cray, 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 or they are a false teacher, etc., etc. One thing I have become keenly aware of, the, of in the past, I'll say maybe 25, 30 years of ministry, is that past move often puts down the present truth of what is being revealed 
From time to time, I still remind those whom I teach that I am not trying to get them to believe what I believe, but simply desiring to provoke them to think, to seek, to search. Don't just sit there and listen to someone telling you. You do it yourself. You take your time and seek for that, for that truth. To at least consider what they believe on certain matters which religion was purported. However, I certainly do not believe that everything we have learned must be thrown away. I have learned some very vital truth while in a religious environment growing up, although a large part of it was very sin-conscious. Are you still in the sin-conscious? Are you in a righteous-conscious? Remember, Paul said, awaken to righteousness. I passed through faith movement and took away some wonderful truth which I hold dear yet today. I was exposed to the full gospel charismatic realm, which opened me up to a greater experience of the gifts of the Spirit. I ventured through the kingdom realm teachings and still embrace many of them. I journeyed through the grace movement and the finished work teachings and still embrace those magnificent revelations and teach them as well. The main thing which I see that must be deconstructed, if you will, are those religious mixtures which gender, hate death, and separation consciousness. Many people are in awareness, transition in their lives today, so let us be kind and afford them the journey in awareness which is widely needed for them. Should they get off track, let us pray the highest form of prayer there is, which is seeing them complete already because objectively they are complete a son of God and let me go back Jesus son of God was the representation of Adam all mankind Jesus resurrected is a representation of the second Adam, a life-giving spirit, which is Son of God. You are Son of God. One day I'll bring you the teachings of the crucified, died, buried part through Jesus. And the quickened, raised, and seated through Jesus, the Christ, resurrected. That teaching will open you up into a lot of things. And it's all in Scripture. Because we have been crucified. We have all died. It's all in the past tense. It's not in the future. We are not going to get crucified with Christ or or. We're not going to die with Jesus or we're not going to be buried with Jesus. We have been crucified, died, and buried. And then in his resurrection, we were quickened, we were raised, and we are seated with him in the heaven realms. But we need to see, we need to have those eyes to see or that single vision 
not be double-minded because a double-minded man is unstable. But the single eye, as Jesus said, which is a spiritual vision, the spiritual eyes to see what is already here that many of you are waiting for. I believe every individual has a built-in guidance within which will bring them safely to that place in awareness where they will experience what their heart longs for and desires. So remember, we are known by our fruit, of which there is only one, and that is love. My brothers and sisters, today I want to thank you that, uh, I want to thank you that you're listening. I want to thank you that you're putting aside what you know and listening to the truths that I'm bringing forth. In Christ, you are a complete vessel. You are the temple of God. You have been quickened, you have been raised, and you are seated with God. Even if you think you don't, or you haven't, you are. Until you have that awareness, you will know the truth. Sin conscious, as I have before, a lot of these churches, they preach sin conscious. When they preach a lot of sin conscious, that's what the person listening to that will have the awareness of a sin conscious. I'm not teaching you a sin conscious. I'm teaching you a righteous conscious. Paul said, awaken to righteousness. When you awaken to righteousness, you will see who you are. That means that you will no longer fall into the false image of the mistaken identity, which the mistaken identity is the sin that when you do something contrary to the law of God is the fruit of that mistaken identity. The fruit of mistaken identity is what people call sins but there's only one sin I believe there's only one sin and that is unbelief unbelief into who you are in Christ if you don't know who you are in Christ and you don't want to believe who you are in Christ if Paul has told you already that you are righteous you are glorious you are beautiful you are in the beloved if you don't listen to the words that God spoke through Paul, you will be stuck in the religious minds or the carnal minds of the religious leaders that have been fed through by the Vatican. The Vatican owns all religions and they want to keep you in a place where they don't want you to be 
awaken or have the awareness that you are a righteous son of God. So stay tuned because there's more. It's going to get deeper and deeper and deeper into the heart of God. Stay with me. Keep listening. And at as the day goes by, these truths will make you see this world, this earth, way different. And you will see the glory of God in everyone. I can assure you that. And especially in you. You will see His glory shine upon you in the midst of what people are saying is darkness. Remember, darkness may cover the whole earth. But that's when the glory of God will shine upon you. And when you realize that truth, you will be that light in the midst of darkness. You will be that light to where it will expose every hidden evil in people's hearts. Be blessed. It's Tuesday, June 30th. And you may you have a good afternoon and hug and kiss your children, your husband, your wife every day and pray for them that they may see and hear what the Spirit is saying. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father.